Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Seven stars His right hand So thankful to be with you on the program Watch Therefore and we're in this very special time of the year the time of the High Holy Days the Feast of the Lord We've seen that our Savior has already fulfilled Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, and Shavuot, Pentecost. Certainly, Messiah Jesus will fulfill the fall feasts also, and any moment that could begin to take place. Recently, we looked, we looked at the first fall feast, Yom Truah, the day of blowing trumpets, which is a picture of the rapture. Oh, hallelujah. Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement and Sukkot, the Feast of Booths. We're going to look at those today after a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, we continue to commit ourselves to you in our Savior Jesus' name. And I ask you, Father, please bless everyone watching today that these things would help us to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, the Lord he gave the laws of Moses after he delivered the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage. The community center of the law was the tabernacle in the wilderness and then later in Israel, the temple in Jerusalem. The feasts of the Lord were a big part of Jewish life and their knowing or having relationship with the Elohim, the God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of Israel. Their sin which separates God from man, was annually addressed in the tabernacle and in the temple at Yom Kippur. Their sin annually was temporarily and ceremonially covered or atoned for until the next Day of Atonement. This is introduced in Leviticus 23. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Also, the tenth day of the seventh month shall be the day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you. You shall afflict your souls and offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. And you shall do no work on that same day, for it is the day of atonement to make atonement for you before the Lord your God. And um, there's something very significant it, it, that took place during the day of atonement. It involves two goats and a bull for the sin offering, a bull, a male cow, a bull for the sin offering of Yom Kippur. Two goats picture our Savior taking away our sin. And I'll address that, I will address that more in just a moment. The high priest Aaron takes the sin offering into the Holy of Holies 
to the mercy seat. The blood of the bull is for Aaron's own sin and the goat for Israel's sin, Leviticus 16. And Aaron shall bring the bowl of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull as the sin offering, which is for himself. Now down to verse 14. He shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east side, and before the mercy seat he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering, which is for the people, bring its blood inside the veil, do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. So he shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions for all their sins. And so he shall do for the tabernacle of meeting, which remains among them in the midst of their uncleanness. The blood of the bull and one of the goats is sprinkled on the mercy seat. And the other goat, Leviticus 16, beginning in verse 20. And when he has made an end of atoning for the holy place, the tabernacle of meeting and the altar, he shall bring the live goat. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat, confess over it all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions concerning all their sins, putting them on the head of the goat and shall send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a suitable man. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to an uninhabited land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. Aaron the priest would ceremonially transfer the sin of Israel onto the scapegoat and send it into the wilderness. These are Old Testament pictures, types, and shadows of our great Adonai Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Colossians chapter 2. So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or new moon or Sabbath, which are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Our Messiah Yeshua partially fulfills Yom Kippur at his first coming. The blood of the goat and the bull that are sprinkled on the mercy seat represent the blood of Messiah Jesus that was splattered violently by scourging and crucifixion for our sins. It was a bloody mess, folks. This is the seriousness of sin that's mocked and dismissed here in Israel, around the world, and even in some churches today. The scapegoat represented our sins being removed as far as the east is from the west. Oh, hallelujah. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Our, our Savior, Yeshua, died on the cross, rose from the grave, went into the temple in heaven with his sinless blood and eternally paid for our sins. That's why that famous verse, John 3.16, is so, so much amazing grace. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And listen to Hebrews 9. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Oh, hallelujah to our Savior and King, Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Yet there's two more aspects of Yom Kippur to be fulfilled. It pertains to we, the ecclesia, the church, and also for Israel. 
Israel would wait eagerly outside the tabernacle to confirm and then rejoice that Elohim had accepted the sacrifice. Today, we who are born again in Messiah Yeshua, we wait for him to come and take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. He's our great high priest and the groom coming for the bride. Yes, and he's taking us, he's taking us to the marriage ceremony in heaven. Like they waited outside the tabernacle for their high priest having their sin already covered. Today, we are to be eagerly waiting for our Savior, High Priest Jesus, who has eternally taken our sins away. Hebrews 9 continues, For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us, that not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world, but now once at the end of the ages he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. And here's another eagerly waiting passage, Romans 8, beginning verse 22. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Oh, hallelujah. I am eagerly waiting for our Savior, High Priest and King, Messiah Yeshua, the redemption of our body takes place when? At the rapture. Watch therefore and be ready. The second yet to be fulfilled matter of Yom Kippur is the salvation of Israel. This is when Messiah Yeshua finally takes away Israel's sin. I love this passage in Romans 11. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn on godliness, turn away on godliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Yom Kippur, when Messiah Jesus cleanses Israel from their sins. Now we'll be back in just a moment. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon, well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel. 
making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch, therefore, and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch, therefore, and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Dove Schwartz here in Jerusalem, the city of the great king. And you know, one of the things our ministry does is help prepare people for the rapture. That, that you would hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant, is one of the purposes of our ministry. One of the ways to do that is to prepare our hearts, our minds, and our lives to abide in Messiah Jesus. Now, having said that, listen to Psalm 122, verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. And so we don't pray for the peace of Jerusalem just so that we'll prosper. And this isn't the false prosperity message that really just feeds the greed glands and has more to do with greed and lust than it does with faith. No, this is prospering in the kingdom of Jesus Christ in faith, hope, and love. Okay? And so we pray for the peace of Jerusalem because we truly have developed a heart it is like the heart of our Savior Jesus. He loves Jerusalem. It's his great city. So I'll read it again. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Start with me now. Begin to, to cry out to the Lord. Lord, I want a heart like your heart. I want to abide in you, Lord Jesus. I want to love what you love. And let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem now. Oh, Lord Jesus, please bring peace to your city. Protect your city even those in your city who don't yet know you and love you, we know you're going to call forth a remnant in faith that will believe in you, Lord Jesus. Protect them even now. And Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, please come back to this city and rule and reign over us, sitting on the throne of David. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Please bless your city, Jerusalem. Amen. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. Now it's time to look at the final feast of the Lord, the final harvest feast, Sukkot, the Feast of Booths, the Feast 
of tabernacles. It also is introduced in Leviticus 23. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel saying, the 15th day of this seventh month shall be the feast of tabernacles for seven days to the Lord. On the first day there shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it. Down to verse 39. Also on the 15th day of the seventh month, when you've gathered in the fruit of the land, you shall keep the feast of the Lord for seven days. On the first day there shall be a Sabbath rest, and on the eighth day a Sabbath rest. Remember, in a crazy, anxious, fearful world, there's a place of rest for those who follow Messiah Jesus. He said to us, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Oh, hallelujah. Always remember that Messiah Jesus came to save that which was lost and to give us a river of abundant life in the midst of this wilderness of a sinful world. In Israel, there was a traditional celebration at the Feast of Sukkot. After drawing water from the Pool of Siloam, a priestly procession leads a festive ceremony to pour out the water as a sacrifice or libation at the temple. As they poured out the water, shofars sounded, people rejoiced, and Messiah Jesus cried out these amazing words. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Holy Spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. After Messiah Yeshua rose from the grave, he sent the Holy Spirit to change our identity. We're new creations in Messiah Jesus now when we receive him as Lord and to give us an abundant life with flowing living water. We are now the tabernacle, the temple of the Lord. And his word tells us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, a flowing river of life. Is anybody watching today who's tired of a drip, drip, drip? In Messiah Jesus, we're to have a flowing river of life. We are the tabernacle of the Most High God. Hallelujah. And today... Right now, there's a well of life from which to draw living water. Listen to this passage in Isaiah 12. And in that day you will say, O oh Lord, I will praise you. Though you are angry with me, your anger is turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my Yeshua, my salvation. Therefore, with joy... You will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day you will say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the peoples. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. Oh, hallelujah. Now this first refers to Israel's redemption, yet also reminds us, the blood of our Savior Yeshua was spilled that we could have a river of life, you and me. Also remember, these feasts were a celebration of God's faithfulness 
to provide for his people. The children of Israel were to remember that the Lord had been faithful to provide for them in the wilderness on their way to the promised land. Leviticus 23 continues, You shall dwell in booths for seven days. All who are native Israelites shall dwell in booths, that your generations may know that I made the children of Israel dwell in booths when I bought that brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. We in Messiah Jesus today are a fulfillment of Sukkot in that he's been faithful to us in this wilderness of a world. Yes, have you noticed? Increasingly, this world has been, is, and will increasingly become a great wilderness. And the children of Israel dwelled in temporary dwellings at this time to remind them that we dwell in temporary, frail dwellings now in this wilderness. Yet Messiah Jesus is faithful to us to provide for us in this wilderness until he comes for us. Oh, hallelujah. And so there's a day when King Yeshua, he will come and tabernacle amongst us as we hear from the prophet Zechariah, our great Savior King. He'll have returned to save Israel from the world's armies and will be sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights the day of battle. And in that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half the mountain shall move to the, toward the north and half of it toward the south. Certainly, King Jesus is coming in the clouds for his bride, the church, any moment and very soon. We will return with him as he cleanses Israel from their sin. The Lord will sit upon his throne in Jerusalem. Then the whole world will celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem. Zechariah continues, And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of of tabernacles. Oh, the time is drawing near. Yom Truah, the day of blowing trumpets, the rapture. Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, when Messiah Jesus saves Israel. Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, the final world empire, the global eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Are you ready? Because we are in that season, not just of this time of year that takes place annually, but the fulfillment of these things is upon us. The signs are all around us. If you watch this television program, you know that. And, and so, and if you don't, go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and find programs. We talk about this all the time. The signs are leaping off the pages. It can't be long now. And any moment, our Savior Jesus is coming back for us, according to John 14, 1 through 3, to take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. And then all heaven in its wrath is going to break loose on this earth. And you don't want to be here, folks. Come and go with me to my Father's house as our Savior 
takes us back to the Father's house where he's been preparing a place for his bride. Oh, hallelujah. And oh, hallelujah. And so, what do you need to do? Make sure that you're saved. Make sure that you're born again. Have you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Yeah? The Bible says, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you called upon the name of the Lord? The Bible says, our Savior Jesus, the red letters, he says, repent and believe in the gospel. Recognize what the world shouts at you not to see and understand and consider and turn away from. Your sin is killing you. That's why we're all dying. Do you know anybody who's not? Sin is killing us. The wages of sin is death. Yes, but the gift of God is eternal life in Messiah Jesus our Lord. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried in hallelujah on the third day he rose from the grave. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Repent and believe in the gospel. Begin now to turn away from your sins and cry out to Jesus the Lord. Save me. Help me to live a life that honors God. Yes, and if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some literature to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. We want to participate. Cry out to the Lord now. Oh, Lord Jesus, save me. I want to turn away from my sins. I want to live a life that honors God, our Father in heaven. Please save me, Lord Jesus. I believe you died on the cross for, us, for my sins. I believe you rose again. Please send the Holy Spirit to tabernacle in me and give me a new identity and a new heart and a new mind and a new life. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Yes, yes, that's the way forward from here and for everyone who's watching. I'm going to pray briefly. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for this special time of year that reminds us of the signs that are leaping off the pages and off our news screens, whether they be computers or TV screens. The, the, the word of the living God is leaping off them. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, please help everyone meet them by your grace right where they are and help them to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen and amen and amen. Well, such a special program today, such a special time we've had together. And I pray that you would take these things seriously. And as I said also, uh, we did the program Yom Truah on the Feast of Trumpets, which clearly points to the rapture and the reason to have a program called Watch Therefore. So go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, and we also have, um, we have our YouTube programs on there, and it's real important that you're ready for these times in which we, we live, because the Lord wants to use you for His glory. He has a plan for your life, even in the midst of these struggles and trouble all around us. It's so important, more than ever, now, to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore what we 